0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Input Two. I am your host, Tanner Kenny, and uh, with me today are a couple of a few guests that uh, I cannot physically see uh, because we are currently all in isolation. It yeah. has been. It's been a trip. Uh, I'm sure we can all agree it's been something real exciting. So why don't you introduce yourselves, uh, I guess, going down the list of the Discord names?
1: Uh, <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Emily Worrell.
0: I'm Catherine
2: Simone. I'm O.K. Schlaughter and I didn't sleep last night. Wow, that
0: makes several of us. That makes me too, actually. <laughs> I woke up like four times in the middle of the night, and I was like, "Oh, wow. I guess I did sleep then, if I woke up, but it did not feel good." I don't think but, I you I sleep
2: until about eight a.m.
0: Ouch. That's a that's that's a big stinky right there. And then I but up in at nine. yeah, so obviously, you may notice by the audio quality that we are not a, in a professional recording studio. Uh, I am currently sitting in my basement covered with a comforter that's over my entire desk. Oh. That is using I'm using that to dampen sound. Uh, oh. Things are rough uh, for podcasts right now, but we're going to try our best, and hopefully that you get some good content out of this. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about what's very important and what's everybody's been thinking about. <sighs> Quarantine. We are quarantined right now. Absolutely. Well, not necessarily quarantined, but we're encouraged to stay indoors because of the co- coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's been in the news recently everywhere because it is quite literally inescapable. Uh, I think today it said there were like today being March 21st, it said that there were like 124 cases in Indiana now. But I could be misremembering my news app. Yeah, there's a bit of a pandemic going on, and there's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. Uh, Things have been rough for classes, for me at least, but Mm -hmm. we're pulling it together, and we're going to do this podcast for your entertainment, and we're not going to talk about negative things, but we will talk about a short list of movies, because this is a movie podcast that were delayed or canceled due to COVID-19. Uh, here is my short list. First, we have the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Next, we have uh, Quiet Place Part Two, I and was then we have. I'm
1: looking forward to that one.
0: Yeah, it's a. Uh, I know a lot of people were because you know the first aqu- the first Quiet Place had a lot of good buzz around it, so we were kind of expecting that this next one would be good. Uh, next, World we have Peter.
2: Just your own Quiet Place, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> this is. I feel like I'm in a quiet a quiet place right now, underneath my comforter. <laughs> Uh, Next, we have Peter Rabbit, too. God
3: damn it. The coronavirus has gone way too far. Corona
0: Corona got Peter Rabbit. It's tragic. Even more tragic. Fast and Furious 9.
1: Can I just ask James Corden, if you somehow happen to come across this podcast, please Stop.
2: Just stop. Just stop, James Gordon. I can't even ironically pretend to be disappointed that The Rabbit 2 is postponed.
0: <laughs> I can because I have no shame. Yeah, or BitRate. Yes. Just by that CenturyLink internet. Yeah. Shoutouts to CenturyLink. This this episode not sponsored by CenturyLink, but two of us are on it right now. So
3: Yes, Who you CenturyLink. We hate
0: <laughs> this is not sponsored by CenturyLink. This is an active not-advertisement. Okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, next, we have The Lovebirds, which was uh, on there. It's like a rom-com sort of film. Uh, Mulan. And then we have New Mutants. <laughs> Once again, never coming out. It's never There's releasing. Shin Megami Tensei 5 of movies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's never coming out. Don't worry. Uh, then we have... Uh, Black Widow, which was like the biggest release I think that got delayed aside from oh, Mulan. No. And,
3: <laughs> oh. And um, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Well
0: she Yeah, I'm really had a solo movie. I'm really broken up about Scarlett Johansson oh, not getting she's out a movie. I'm crying right now. This can't yeah. be happening. <laughs> yes, I'm in disbelief right now. <laughs> and uh, there are a lot of films in production or pre-production that are getting postponed or their timelines p- pushed back because of COVID-19. Minions, rise of Gru. Yeah, that was one that got, uh, a <laughs> God <damn> de- it. <laughs> delayed indefinitely. So, sh- ma- poor Mason, you know. God. He's gonna miss out on his Minion movie.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> poor Mason. He'll never get to see it. Can we get an F in the chat for Mason? <laughs> yeah, F uh- for Mason. F. Alright, but yeah, that's, uh... That is... There's a whole lot of them. I'd recommend looking at the list yourself if you're interested in figuring out, oh, where's my next movie? When's it coming out? When's Sonic 2 coming out? We don't know. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's always depressing to see. A lot of this news isn't very good news, but we keep moving. And we're not going to talk about Corona Barona aside from that, because we're here to talk about what we do to cope with it. And that is, of course... Watching television shows, I guess I mean, I'm coping with video games But I have also been watching TV shows Uh So, yeah We're gonna talk about binge-watching today And we're gonna give some recommendations For what uh, we believe are good binge-watching shows And what we would recommend that you watch While you are trapped indoors So, yeah Uh, So, let's start with I'm gonna ask you all From your perspective What is binge-watching? Um, I'd say binge-watching would
3: be, like, if you're sitting down and, like, like watching, like, the sense of a show in one sitting. Like, personally, for me, that'd be about, like, six or more episodes
0: at somewhere okay. in that ballpark. Okay, I can see that. M.
1: Um, I saw that, like, the actual, like, articles and stuff were, like, if you watch two or more, but I'm, like... <laughs> Yo, three is like a regular yeah. watch session for me, and I don't consider that binging. So I would say, like personally for me, it's gotta be like at least five to be considered a binge watch. But okay. although that also depends yeah. on episode length.
0: To be yeah. Fair. All right. Yeah. What about you? Okay.
2: I feel like as soon as I've watched like three episodes in a row, I start kind of feeling like i've been binging it and start feeling some of the more negative sides like tiredness but i still want to keep watching
0: yeah yeah uh i would say that when i watch tv especially like on netflix it's very much in a binge sort of way i don't i can't think of any time i've really sat down and just watched like a single episode aside from yesterday where i sat down and watched a single episode because i had a little bit of time before one of my online classes you know because all of them are online uh (laughs) (laughs) So that was like the one time I sat down and watched one episode recently. Every time I watched my show that I've been watching recently, it's been uh, three to eight episodes in a single sitting, which, you know, maybe not healthy. Maybe it is. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about what makes binge watching so satisfying for some people or not satisfying for people like okay who gets tired after three episodes you know
2: oh i enjoy it like i once watched like an entire like the entire first season of gravity falls within 24 hours
0: (laughs) oh oh that's fair so what what makes it so satisfying for you then okay what what's so enjoyable about binging um i don't know
2: i feel like for me the shows that are most fun to binge are the ones where like the story just keeps progressing in each episode, and there's something new in the next episode that builds off of what was in the last episode.
0: Okay, so more like seasonal stories that develop over time, less the episodic sort of yeah. non-connecting narrative. Yeah. Okay, that's an interest. That's an interesting perspective. Uh, what about you two, the other two of you, um, and Catherine?
1: Um, for me, like, just purely, like, the thing is, like when you watch more content you get more of the story and more of the thing that you like you know like it's it's yeah. kind of just like a, a gratification sort of thing and I also have um, a thing with like as I think this is just like a, a human thing in general but we always like progress and completion so even if the task is like watching this tv show it feels like i'm making like more progress at that if i watch more of it so
3: yeah yeah Yeah, i get that i understand that firstly for me it's just like getting like sucked into like the world of the tv show the world building and the characters and seeing where everything's gonna go because like when you're like waiting for like a sh- episode to come out, it's more like you're at the end of your seat saying, Oh, I c I can't wait for the next episode. But when you're binge watching, it's like, Oh, I'm gonna click on the next episode and see what
0: happens next. This is such an adrenaline rush. Gonna see it right now. Yes.
4: Right now.
0: <laughs> I have I have ultimate power over this television show. Yes. Yeah. It uh there have been some scholarly articles that have been written about like theories around binge watching, and one of them uh connected it to the uses and gratifications theory where, you know people get it, get it pleasure from experiencing fun and fantasy and they want to use things that make them feel good and tv show make me feel good so i use a lot of it at yes. once but One it's not entirely...
2: more episode more happy
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah give me that that serotonin that i so desperately crave inject, but... the, inject the netflix directly into my bloodstream <laughs> 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 yeah so But that's that's not entirely great, you know? In what ways can binging be hazardous? Because there are some side effects to spending, like, six hours sitting and watching a television show. What are some, like, in your experience, has binge watching ever negatively affected, like, your mood or your physical state? whatever, Anything like that?
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things for me is, like, when I get sucked into something and I'm binging it, I kind of, like, forget about everything else, which is in a way a good thing, because, like, a a TV show, if it's good, is supposed to, like, draw you in, but I'll, like, get up to go to the bathroom, and I'll just be like, ooh, I am dizzy and dehydrated and hungry, and I have not been listening to what my body needs for the past several (laughs) hours. Oopsie. Oops. (laughs) Oops.
4: Oops.
3: Can't yeah, really yeah. say that that's ever like happened to me because I use. Why I do not have like the best attention span? But, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, like there's like the odd. Just like you're not like getting you're, not seeing the outside world and you're probably risking your sleep schedule.
0: Yeah, because you know every, there is. Yeah. They're yeah, there is that bit the of bath. there's that bit of investment that you have to do if you're gonna watch a TV show or play a game that's more my speed is playing games for an unhealthy amount of time Mm. i'll actually talk about one instance where it was probably the worst for me in terms of binging uh playing a game less than a tv show but uh what about you okay you already mentioned that like you start to get tired anything else besides that yeah like i just start
2: kind of feeling like (laughs) i don't know i start get uh getting in the mindset of like self-deprecation and i feel like i'm being a slob and then When I'm done binging Mm -hmm. and I look at how much time I've spent binging and I think about all of the productive things I could have done instead, (laughs) I get deep into sad hours.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I think that's incredibly Mm -hmm. fair. Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. certainly felt that way, especially with games where I'm like, I'm playing them and I'm like, wow, I could be doing literally anything else right now. But here I am uh giving delivering another package for the snakes so the snakes will be my friends <laughs> in Final Fantasy 14 yeah. I want the elephant if oh, they I become good fr-
1: Animal Crossing
0: <laughs> No uh my Animal Crossing farm I have uh Cherry yeah. uh Cherry and Tad so I got lucky with Cherry she's one of the the better villagers uh Tad not so much yeah. <laughs> yeah. the Animal Crossing binge will happen tomorrow <laughs> when I finally get blathers uh oh, yes. but yeah. We'll see we'll see what happens there, uh so yeah, I think in my experience i i play i was a league of legends grinder, so I can sit down and do the same thing for ten hours and not feel it, so it doesn't necessarily have a negative effect on me, but I do feel more of what OK does, and like you get you start to beat yourself up about wasting your time or what you feel like is a waste of time, but relaxation is a is not a waste of time, especially in these trying times we are in, yeah, Unless you know you're what I mean, off
2: other stuff you're supposed to be doing
0: yeah, well, you know that stuff can always get done later <laughs> 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 like uh like that assignment I have to due tomorrow, not going to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tomorrow problem. So yeah, uh, so when you two when the three of you think about what a good show to binge watch is? What's the first thing that comes to mind for what you th- what you think the general population would binge? And I put some shows on our outline here that I thought of, but feel free to share some of your own thoughts when you think of a binge watch show. What's the first thing that comes to mind?
3: I mean, I grew up in a school I usually think of like the office or friends or stuff like that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the kind of shows people base their entire personality around. Oh yeah, <laughs> Friends in the Office, especially Parks and Rec, less but also Parks and Rec. I would put under that Are category. Really anything that's on HGTV.
4: <laughs> oh <laughs> <Right>. yes,
0: <laughs> I I actually love HGTV shows. They're not good. It's I um, feel like that's everyone's <laughs> guilty pleasure. House Friends is
1: just so so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: think. I think my favorite ones are the, the ones like where it's rich people getting like a luxury million dollar pool. And, all right. So, uh, em, uh what should, uh, what, did you already say what show you think of? I know Catherine said office friends. Um, okay. Is throwing out the H D T V. What do you think? Em?
1: I actually added, um, to this list on the outline, um, the good place and queer eye. Yeah. Because those are definitely ones that I have, witnessed people binging um oh, i binged
2: the good place really hard
1: oh it's it's Ooh. just it's so good and Kristen <coughs> Bell is amazing so and much. uh but the one that comes to mind for me is stranger things the most because that was one of the first shows that i like really binged and i wasn't yeah me too it. i wasn't expecting to like it um And then just, like, literally the hype when, like, a new season would come out. Like, people would have watch parties where they would literally just, like, sit down with a group of friends and watch the entire new season the night it came out.
0: It's true. So that's, that's
1: the number one for me.
0: Yeah, I would say, like, Stranger Things is definitely a show that I, like, the first season... Uh, I had put off watching it for so long Mm -hmm. and my brother was like, hey, here's... And my brother sent me a funny meme video that used the intro music from the show and I'm a big fan of synth (laughs) uh, and synth music. So I heard the intro. I was like, okay, I'm watching the show uh, because (laughs) I just love synth and I love the 80s uh, as an aesthetic, not Mm -hmm. as uh, the time period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Uh, But yeah, no, I think that those are all good shows but what what's the what's the secret sauce that they have what makes them so good to binge do you think and we may have touched on this already but what 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 makes them so excellent like let's say house hunters what makes house hunters a good show to binge
1: <laughs> i think house hunters is partially like um and this is a lot with like sitcoms and stuff as well it's like it, like, you know what you're getting. Like, it follows a formula. So even in times like these, where, like, everything is just so uncertain, it's like you know they're going to look at three houses, and you know they're going to pick one, and you know that you're, like, going to have the satisfaction of, like, getting to guess which one they're going to pick and then either being right or wrong. Like, there's just something about it that's very like it's easy to follow it's easy to get into that formula or that pattern and yeah it's it's like it's it's always the same even you know obviously like with sitcoms and stuff like there's different situations and with house hunters there's different families but like it's kind of like a comforting thing to just have this like you know what you're getting sort of deal
0: yeah i think that that's uh Exactly, personally, I think that's exactly what House Hunter makes House Hunters and shows like Chopped uh, so great to binge, is that what makes it interesting is the random people they get on. Mm. That's the main difference, because every episode is basically the same in terms of structure, in terms of like, you know, th- even like at what the people complain about, uh, like, you know, popcorn ceilings, or uh, <laughs> stairways right in an entryway those sorts of things uh tear down walls we gotta tear down all the walls in the house no walls we live in a gazebo yes (laughs) we live in a gazebo bottom (laughs) Bottom. (laughs) back no no windows Uh, no house at all just just like french doors
4: yeah you
0: know those sorts of things, and I think the the opposite side of that is what OK already talked about with uh, shows like Stranger Things, where it's mm-hmm. a narrative that progresses over time,
4: mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah, and
2: and something that a lot of like newer sitcoms are doing is like they're designed to be watched in a specific order. They're like older uh, sitcoms and TV shows were made so that you could jump in at any point because it, you. might have missed a few of the other episodes and you would still be able to figure out what was going on and nothing really changed that quickly because you it wasn't really meant to be watched in
0: order yeah i think that's a good that's a good point to add all right so uh here's a question that i think might be a little interesting uh is it possible for a show with only one season to be something that you'd consider binge worthy because a lot of these shows that we put on the list here are shows that have d- several seasons.
1: Okay, I have opinions on this. Um, okay, well, why don't you start? <laughs> so, uh, as, as we'll see later when we talk about shows that we've personally binge-watched, a lot of the ones that I've binge-watched are actually, like, one season, or even, like, two, you know? Um, yeah. I definitely think that they are... Binge-worthy, and to me, it's easier to binge them because it seems like so much less of a commitment because it's like, oh, if I'm starting, like, Parks and Rec, like, that's, like, what, eight seasons or something, but if I'm starting, you know, like, I am not okay with this, that's one season, eight episodes, like, that that's easy. I can do that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah i think I that's totally fair agree. yeah and also
3: okay. like generally like a, i feel like l- because a lot of shows are made to be binged like they kind of keep that in mind like a 12 episode like season is going to be like less of a commitment and more more, more people are more likely to binge it than like a 100 episode season like
1: mm-hmm. but,
3: oh yeah that's absolutely
2: a good place so genius
0: yeah <laughs> right yeah, or uh, I, even though the show is released episodically, I think like stuff like Steven Universe actually works really well yes. yeah, as like, a binge especially show. Especially
3: with like how often Cartoon Network puts that show on hiatus, like it's way better to binge watch it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Hiatus is my favorite television show. Yes, you yeah. know I am a Hunter <laughs> Hunter fan, so I know that way too well. <laughs> they're never getting off the ship. Yeah, they're That's never getting their... off the
3: boat. Earth. That's for their put off the set
0: oh oh is it berserk are they never getting off the boat berserk
3: and hunter hunter are like the same height as hell (laughs) only difference is the hunter hunter guy is too busy playing dragon quest and the berserk guy is too busy playing idol master
0: that's fair you know i respect (laughs) it i respect it yeah Yeah, so uh let's just because we've gone on for a little bit now i'm curious uh do you watch, do you often rewatch shows? This is more of like a question for me because I almost never rewatch yeah. shows uh, or re binge shows because like mm-hmm. I, I watched Parks and Rec and I was like, wow, this is great and that I will never watch it again because I have no <laughs> desire to. I've re uh,
2: Parks and Rec. Hmm.
0: All right. So what, what, do, what do you, do you enjoy re watching shows? What makes that enjoyable to you? Um, Sometimes if
2: I want something to watch I, and I don't really feel like I have enough commitment to try something new, but I know that there's something else that I haven't seen in a while and that I know I will like, I'll just go back to what I know.
0: That's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For yeah. me, it's um, if I rewatch like a show, it's usually either uh, like comfort or nostalgia kind of a thing. Yeah, um, oh, that's true. Like, for Parks and Rec and The Office and um, New Girl, which we actually didn't have on that list, but I love that one. Um, It's like if I've just, you know, grabbed a meal and I have half an hour to sit down and I don't really have anyone who I'm, like, with at the time, like, then I'll turn one of those on because it's like, I know what I'm getting, I know I'll enjoy this, I know I won't, like get completely sucked into it and um you know spend my whole week watching it either um (laughs) so i don't really re-binge but i do re-watch shows it's more common for me to re-watch movies um, okay because that's just like a two hour time commitment like last night i watched the iron giant for probably like the 25th time in my life so (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: it's a like, a like that meme re-watch. on tw- that, Yeah, that movie that meme I've seen on Twitter. It's like I've seen this movie 42 times or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, the Princess you know? Pride. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. Princess Pride's a good mm-hmm. one. Monty Python uh, but... and the Holy Grail. Yeah. yeah. You know, those are those are some good movies to rewatch. Yeah. And also sometimes like you feel like the
3: urge to rewatch a show you haven't come back to a while and once you revisit it you can kind of appreciate the nuances more now that your taste have kind of matured so that's an yeah. interesting perspective to come out at it, a show at yeah.
0: yeah or you can re-watch a show that you watched when you were a kid and yeah. realize wait a minute what is yeah, this? these are naughty what jokes is... what am i witness not even that more like what am i witnessing with my two eyes like well, one totally of the shows flies <laughs> totally spies. Ooh. <laughs> France, shoutouts to France. We're gonna get to France later. I have a beef with France. Uh, Code Lyoko, another French show, uh, yeah. is like the one that I distinctly remember rewatching in a binge and being like, "Wow, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible." But we'll get back to France later because I- I'm about- I'm gonna throw down with France uh, at some point. <laughs> uh after all this is over but let's move on to uh some shows that we've been binge watching the past before getting to our list of shows that we're going to binge watch later uh let's talk about some things that we i know you guys have added a lot of shows here yeah i'm probably just gonna have you talk about like like one uh and unfortunately for you okay it seems that you've added a little detail here for sword art online uh so explain yourself (laughs) so uh I know. In,
4: yeah.
0: So during our last podcast, OK edited it and he had a lot to say about uh sword art online. Yeah. That, so here's your, here's your opportunity. OK, say what you want to about sword art online. Why did you binge it?
2: Because I liked the first arc and I wanted, I wanted it to stay as good as that. And it just wasn't, did- after <laughs> <Just> the first <laughs> arc and i wanted it to redeem itself and so i kept watching through the rest of the first season and then i refused to watch any of the other spinoffs or sequels or whatever because yeah it, the last arc of sword art online is in my opinion
0: disgusting yeah yeah that's true Catherine. uh you i know you've watched it did you ever binge sword art online uh, actually not because like they were airing the
3: dub on Adult Swim, and I just watched like that weekly. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right.
2: I didn't watch it until it was on. Netflix. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Until it was on Netflix. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about ooh going back to our one season sort of topic, The Witcher here recently released its first season. Yeah. This was I think the start of this year, or um, the end of last year. I don't remember. I think it
2: was the end of last year
0: because I know it was during winter break.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 during Winter Break.
0: Yeah, so talk a bit about The Witcher.
2: Um, yeah, so the first season was mostly world-building, and I actually really liked the way that they tied together all of the episodes in the end. Um, yeah. It was just really intriguing because there's so many different time jumps, and so just trying to figure out when different episodes happen relative to other episodes and how that affects this other thing that's happening um it was it just had a lot of mystery and intrigue around it because like there's just a lot of unknowns and i haven't played any of the witcher games and so to me it was like a whole new property and it was really exciting to watch
0: yeah i think that's fair i think that's uh i enjoyed the witcher i didn't watch i watched like one or two episodes a night so i didn't binge it but i thought it was very enjoyable uh, the episodes were a bit too long to binge, in my opinion. <laughs> I think I finished watching it in about two nights. Yeah, so that's pretty fair. It's pretty normal. I'd consider that a bit of a binge. All right, so let's move on, unless you have any other shows you specifically like to talk about, okay? Like uh, Rick, Richard and Mortimer down at the <laughs> bottom there. Uh, um... Uh, I mean, <laughs> the <coffee> pasta. So, <laughs> to be fair, the you have to th- have a very high IQ.
2: The only thing I would say about that is that I am looking at a limited edition McDonald's Session 1 sauce.
0: Oh, jeez. Jeez, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. I get tired. Right. about the episode where he turned into a pickle. Funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Alright, we're gonna end the Richard and Mortimer discussion there. Yes. And M, <laughs> yes. I know you uh you're a big fan of End of the Hacking World. Yes. Uh,
1: end of the Hacking so, World.
0: Forking why don't you talk a little bit about that?
1: Um oh, it's just so so good and it's very, very easy to binge, um, and like just forget about like all your other responsibilities which eventually catches up with you but like at the time when you're binging it you're like oh my god this is so great um it's just like got such a good story and like it just moved through it like through the episodes like so fluidly and it just feels um it, it, like, just draws you in. It's just one of those things where just everything about, like, the world, the music, the cinematography, like, the intention with everything is just so clear. And um, it will make you cry. I have sobbed my eyes out about this show multiple times. Um, I've watched the first season three times i think so it's it's just like probably one of my all-time favorite shows
0: yeah and if you're curious to know more about her thoughts on the most recent season of the show check out her review on bitebsu.com all right and also another show you reviewed recently that i think they're made by the same director is that it
1: um they were made by the same director and they were based off of graphic novels by the same writer
0: yeah, and of course we're talking about I am not okay with this. So if you if you'd like to talk a little bit about that.
1: Of course. So I am not okay with this. Um I was super excited when I first saw the trailer just because I was like this this looks really interesting. Like I didn't know that it had those similarities to End of the Hecking World <laughs> until I watched it and I was like these are really, like, similar and kind of, like, feel like even the soundtracks were similar, um, and then sure enough, they were, um, you know, same director, same, um, graphic novelist, and that one I think I watched in two days, um, it's another one where, like, its shortness makes it so easy to binge because it's eight episodes, and they're all, like, half-hour episodes. And it's just, like, a very, like, honest human story that just deals with a lot of issues where it's, like, you know, like, like you feel it. Like, it, it hits home. It's relatable.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that. Have, have either of you two seen either of these shows? Because I have not. I have, I have not. not either. Okay. You well, I am not okay with this. Is on my list of shows to watch. Yeah, uh, I'm, I made a Netflix list of shows that I'm gonna get through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I might check that out. And Do Ozark season three comes out in six days. Uh, yeah. So now's um, a good time to get started.
1: Yeah, that yeah. one I I put on the list because it's, it's definitely like a a good one to start now if you haven't because you're gonna have even more content the just a couple of days uh but it's really good it's got jason bateman he's fantastic um and it's just like a very compelling narrative it's about like money laundering and stuff so it's very like intense and gritty um so that's that's one that just really draws you in yes
0: all right i so- to launder money yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too As in when I put my wallet in the, the laundry today yes. uh, Oopsie, oopsie I oopsie, hope the government oopsie.
3: don't find out Oh All
0: no <laughs> Oh no Alright, so so Catherine Let's yeah. move on to some of your shows Because uh, it's kind of shared between Several of our lists here And my own lists, yeah. uh That I did not fill out entirely Let's yeah. talk about Steven Universe Ooh. Yeah uh, we mentioned it a little bit, so I know you're a big St- you are not maybe not a big Stephen Universe fan. I don't know oh, how I'm much you big love the show. Fan. I stand the show. All right, <laughs> uh, awesome. Me too. So, all right, talk a little bit about Steven Universe. All right, so I think the reason why
3: Stephen Universe is such a great show because, like, first of all, the episodes are really short. It's like 15 minutes of pop, so it's like you get through like a big chunk of story like really fast. Yeah, um, and secondly, it's just the story is just like it's really it's just really good, good television. You just, because like the story, like it tackles a lot of themes that like you really want to expect from a children's show. Like, like aside from like a lot of like the LGBT stuff, there's a lot of like topics about like, oh, your parents might not be the best people ever, you know?
0: Yeah. That's something that a lot of kids have to come to terms with Mm -hmm. uh, growing up.
3: Yeah, and they've been touching a lot of on that a lot recently with Steven Universe Future.
0: Mhm. Yeah, um, I know T- PTSD is a big thing that the recent show has been talking about because I know people are talking about it on uh, Twitter dot com. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think Steven Universe is fantastic. Um, you've watched it as well.
1: Yes, uh, I. It's on your list here. Yes, it is. Um, I love Steven Universe. It's just like. So uplifting, and sometimes you just need that. Like, obviously, there are episodes where you're like, Oh, my heart's being destroyed and broken into a thousand pieces, but like, there's also ones where it's just like, Aw, friendship yeah. is really good and important, <laughs> I, and I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, okay.
2: Hey, okay. have you seen Steven Universe? I have not seen Steven Universe. <gasps> Oh my! but I've heard many people tell me that I need to watch it.
0: It's um, pretty good yeah it's good
2: but uh, I was editing the most recent episode of the Coven and they were talking about it a little bit and they were praising how progressive it is with LGBTQ stuff, especially compared to Disney
0: yeah oh yeah <laughs> mm. oh look what what do you mean onward isn't good representation what are you talking about finding joy what are you talking about <laughs> oh, the both yeah uh other than that Catherine. uh well one of the shows on here is the only one on my list so i'm gonna save that for last how about uh Ooh, and you're gonna talk about b stars later yeah so let's go ahead to and talk there uh <laughs> pick pick something you want to talk about katherine maybe full metal because oh, yeah, full metal cool. there there are two separate series for that
3: yeah there's the 2003 series and brotherhood like, personally, like, I think the 2003 series is, like, really good in certain areas. Like, I feel like they do a better job fleshing out, like, the main cast. Like, like the first 10 episodes of FMA Brotherhood just kind of, like, rush through a lot of stuff because they assume you've already seen the 2003 series.
0: But yeah, also, that's how I felt.
3: Yeah, but the 2003 series gets a little weird at the end. Like, if you've seen Conqueror of Shambhala, which is, like, the conclusion movie they made... He was a Nazi for some reason, <laughs> and Roy Mustang is also like a bad person too. Like he kind of is in Brotherhood, but like doubly so in the original series. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, like, and Oh yeah. No, keep going.
3: Oh, but like the thing that makes like Fullmetal Alchemist like such a good series to binge is like, it's like not not short enough to where like you'll binge through it in a day, but it's like not, like, overwhelmingly long. Like, you're not, like, getting, like, a Naruto or One Piece kind of deal. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just thinking about One Piece right now. Yes. It's never gonna end. It's not, literally never gonna end. <laughs> yes. But
3: anyway, but like, yeah, but anyway, just... And anyway, they also do a very good job handling, like, a lot of themes about war and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or, really... uh
3: yeah and the characters are also really good, like you get attached to those those little wacky side characters, you know
0: yeah yeah, all right, uh, and then, of course, you already mentioned hunter hunter yeah. uh, as and we're never it's never finished, it's, it's never, never going finished. to
3: finish it's going to be on hiatus forever. The anime <laughs> is so good, and they're never going to finish it because they won't because <laughs> the original author is going to die before the before the arc finishes up. Rip.
0: Yeah, and you, and you know, that's actually something I want to ask about cuz like if you're watching a show and it ends, like and even if, if like especially if the story is not concluded with Hunter Hunter, is that one of those cases where binging might be like the bad thing? Especially uh... if you really enjoy the show. Like is it better to take that show you really enjoy when you know it's on hiatus piece by piece or just binge it because you like it so much?
3: I'm not sure. Sh- I mean, like personally, I think the twenty eleven series ended at a ended at a decent spot where like it could act as a nice conclusion but but knowing that there's like more story afterwards just kind of makes it like, Ah, oh, yeah, this is going i'm going I'm in this for the long haul, you know, yeah, yeah,
0: what about you what about you two the other two of you em um, and okay
1: um, I kind of have this weird relationship with like finishing things that i start binging because like at first i'll be like oh my gosh this is so good i need to watch more right now but then sometimes when i realize that it it ends at a certain point like i'll end up not finishing it because i don't want it to be over and then by the time i'm like okay i've come to terms with the fact that this ends I don't remember what's going on in the show. Um, This happens to me with a lot of shows. There's an anime called Live that I have been trying to finish for, like, multiple years. Like, I've I've started it and then stopped it so many times. Um, (laughs) I I still haven't actually, like, technically finished Parks and Rec, even though it's one of my favorite. Favorite shows of all time, because I just I don't like knowing that I'll never have like new that anymore. You know? (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. It's weird, you know. It's one of those things. It's kind
2: of weird, though.
1: Right? Yeah. I
2: enjoyed it, but it's kind of weird. Yeah. What about you? Okay. Um, I like knowing that a show I'm going to binge has an ending. Um. Like, one of the reasons that I never started watching Game of Thrones was because it it already had a ton of seasons, and they kept making seasons. And so <laughs> I felt like I would never catch up, but now they've stopped, and so I'm more comfortable with the idea of getting started on that.
3: Are you sure about that? No. <laughs> the first couple episodes Good old D&D. D&D. am
0: i right gamers oh no what are themes for eighth grade book reports yeah uh, and on my list i only put one down because i couldn't really think of any others i've mentioned in the past although i've mentioned them in the show here uh jojo's wacky fun time cruise adventure
4: uh,
0: jojo's bizarre adventure uh it's at The anime's at part five uh, right now. It finished part five.
3: Yeah, part six delayed due to coronavirus, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as as if it wasn't going to come out in five years anyways. (laughs) I'm going uh, to be
3: in my 50s when Steel Ball Run comes out.
0: Yeah, for me, what I really liked about JoJo is that it's a show that if you start from the very beginning, it just gets better as you're watching it. It And that's what makes it... That's just what makes it so good to binge, because, like, Phantom Blood, Eh, eh, it's like your vegetables. You got to eat it to enjoy the rest of your meal, you know?
3: Yeah, it's important Uh, for context, but, yeah, it's kind of dry.
0: Yeah, Phantom Blood's not amazing, but then you get right into part two, which is amazing i love part two i actually like part two more than part three i don't know if that's like a big yeah, ap- that's like a... a
3: general consensus among the jojo community is that like oh i didn't do is one of the more beloved parts
0: yeah I've i really like part... 10
2: episodes of jojo yeah yeah uh
0: i i really like part two i i legitimately watched part two in like a couple of binge sessions yeah part three I watched in smaller pieces, and I have not gotten to Part 4 or Part 5 yet, but <laughs> I have, I really enjoyed JoJo's. I think yeah. it's got fun characters. There's a lot of episodes to watch. It's a show that's constantly evolving with a consistent narrative, and there's a lot to look forward to with yeah. uh, the next few parts whenever they come out, you know, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, like, another thing with JoJo is that because, like, it focuses on a different, like, setting every every season it never gets boring to watch. Like one like one part you'll be like eighteen hundreds England fighting vampires and then the next you'll be in like you'll be New in York a small City. you'll be in New York City, baby, and then you'll be in like a Japanese and then you'll be in a small Japanese town trying to find a hand fetishist. And then <laughs> and then mobsters
0: and then mob and then you go to italy oh no and then oh, that- no, oh no no
3: mama mia
0: <laughs> Mamma mia for certain
4: <laughs>
0: but yeah uh other than tv shows uh have you binged like movies before have you ever like binged watch a set of movies before say so, like the star trek trilogies or yeah, start Star, like Star Wars. I'm at Star Wars. I said Star Trek. I'm th- Look, I'm thinking about Star Trek Picard, and that's a show that I never want to watch again. So. My dad
2: loves that show so much.
0: Oh no! Oh no!
4: He's a major Trekkie.
0: I like Star Trek a bit. Yeah. I, I I I watched a couple episodes of Picard. wasn't for me. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't for me.
1: I think I did binge all the Indiana Jones movies one time. Okay. Like, literal years ago. But yeah, like, that's I fair. haven't done a lot of movie binge watching because I mentioned earlier the thing where I'll, like, get up and be like, Oh, I haven't been listening to my body. I need to drink all the water and eat all the food right now or I'm going to die. Um, yeah. Though I usually end up feeling kind of crappy if I binge a bunch of movies. But I was thinking about this today. And the two movie binges that would be like I would love to do them would be um a horror movie binge just for funsies and then a studio Ghibli movie binge.
0: Ooh, that would Okay. Be
4: fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah? Alright, uh for I, I say just trying to move things along because we have been talking for a while. Yeah. Uh so let's let's close this out with your top two and if we've already talked about one of these shows feel free to sub in another one from your list uh so we can get some new content going in uh your top two quarantine binge list m we're gonna start with you because you're first on the list here
1: okay i already talked about i am not okay with this so i'm gonna talk about dead to me instead um they are confirmed for a second season i'm pretty sure but there's only one season right now but it has really well-written female characters and really strong female characters. But they're not strong female characters in the way where it's like, oh, we have to have a strong female character. Let's make a female character with no flaws. I, it's like, oh yeah, it's girl boss. My yes, favorite. It's like strongly written, but still deeply flawed women trying to navigate this horrible thing that has happened to both of them, and it's just fascinating and and beautiful and it's wonderfully acted um i would highly recommend that one and then if you're uh someone who likes a longer binge i would really recommend queer eye because it's super inspirational and it will like give you ideas of ways that you can like self-improve while you're in quarantine like could learn to cook or change up your fashion or Go through and get rid of things you don't need. Reorganize your room in a way that works. just like evaluate where you're at in life and make the changes you need to make. Because I know whenever I watch an episode of Queer Eye, I'm like, oh, I'm so inspired. I'm going to like change my life and like do everything that I should be doing. And then I'm like, wait, I can't do that right now. I have homework and classes and commitments and blah, blah, blah. But like, if you do it now, it's like you got no excuse, so...
4: <laughs> hey, you, you
0: <laughs> don't know the, the, the depth of excuses I will go to <laughs> uh, to avoid making my life better. <laughs> All right, Catherine, what about you? Uh, we already talked about JoJo, so again, feel free to sub in a show. But your first show here recently came out,
3: Beastars. Yeah, yeah so um, I recently discovered that I am a furry because... God, I I love Beastars. It's so good. <laughs> That's fair. It just came out it right the just right like right when quarantine hell was starting, so it was like, alright, might as well watch a bit of this and wow, it's like so good because like Beastars does this thing where it's like it's not like it does this thing where it's like you never where like it just keeps at a conflict. It's and it doesn't come across as force like a lot of other shows tend to do. It just naturally like gets to like a point like you're starting it like this, oh, there's a murder at the high school and then like eventually just things just keep piling onto each other until you get to the end it's just like, What the hell just happened?
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've heard really good things about B Stars. I have not watched it yet. It's on my list. Yes. And it's, like, one of those shows that's, like, getting
3: really popular outside of the anime sphere, probably because it has a lot of similarities
0: to Zootopia. All right. What what about another show, Catherine, that that we have not talked about yet? All right. So another show I'm going to put on here, it's kind of a weird one, but
3: I've been watching a lot of Pokemon recently, the anime.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. I love Pokemon anime.
3: Yeah. Like, I've been watching a lot of the Sun and Moon series, and that's actually really good. Because like they don't really do like a lot of, basically the one thing Sun and Moon does really good is that there's not a whole, is that it's basically instead of like the whole thing where Ash goes across the region and collects gym badges, it's basically just him chilling out with his friends and they get into all sorts of wacky misadventures and it's just it's really chill. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I've not watched Sun and Moon. I've watched every other like a little at least a little bit of every other season, but I've not watched any of Sun and Moon yet. Yeah, Sun and
3: Moon's actually good. Another thing about the animation quality is also, like, it's gone, like, way uphill, like, since, like, whatever the hell black and white was.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 gr- disgusting. Yeah. Literally disgusting. But No, one of my favorite experiences, actually, because Twitch does their, like, Twitch, uh, Twitch watch parties, whatever. Uh, they had the original series of Pokemon, and then, like, they went into Johto i had a blast watching episodes of pokemon with twitch chat
4: yeah
0: it was a bunch of twitch chatters coming together to watch pokemon and make jokes about it it was it was a blast mostly just because I, I love johto and I, I had not watched johto in a long time <laughs> and yeah. you know chikorita is my favorite pokemon <laughs> we yeah. said so, yeah. Chikorita. it was good times good times all right okay Talk a little bit about your two shows here. I don't think we, we've mentioned the Good Place yeah, before. We, we didn't we, go into too much detail yeah, about it. So,
2: place a bit. Um, I really like it uh, because it's 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 an easy binge. Like, I watched like the first three seasons of it on Netflix in I think about two days. So oh my! <laughs> it, it's a it's a really easy binge though because like each season only has like twelve or thirteen episodes, and there are now. And there will only be four seasons because they had the finale for the whole series recently. Um, It was very touching. um, But like the twist at the end of season one is so good. Um, So it's 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 a hilarious show. And it's like it's written to be binged. Every season has an arc and it's just done excellently. I love Janet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's probably the best character on that show, honestly. Um, but the other show that I would highly recommend, especially if you are a fan of Phineas and Ferb, which I'm sure many of us are and were, is a show called Milo Murphy's Law. Because it's made by the same people who made Phineas and Ferb and actually takes place in like the same universe, the same city even um and they put in the same like time love and care and music into each episode like it has like the exact same music style there's one scene where it's like a corporate christmas party and in the background you can hear like an instrumental version of swinter from phineas and ferb <laughs>
4: yeah nice um,
2: and at some point eventually dr doofenshmirtz becomes your recurring character yes um I can't say much more about that or else it'll be spoilers. But it it's a hilarious show because everything that can go wrong does go wrong. Um, and Where Fidings and Ferb, again, was like written for just being able to jump in at any point without it really changing too much. Um, it does have an overall like arc. And it's another show... Well, it's not complete. It's just been put on hiatus after the second season because they're oh, working no. On... <laughs>
4: oh no <laughs> oh no they're, they're, never the <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: never getting off the boat <laughs> they're
2: working on a Finneas and Ferb movie right now i think and so after they do that they're probably gonna work on a third season of milo murphy's law but
0: we'll see we'll see but hiatus <laughs> 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 hiatus town no uh yeah i think that those are all fantastic shows uh i had originally intended this question to be what's on your list to watch in the future but that wasn't clearly articulated so i these are two shows on my list that i haven't actually watched it through entirely yet uh so i'm just going to talk about the one i have been watching and we get to throw down with france again because yeah. uh we're talking about miraculous tales of ladybug and cat noir this is a show designed for children. Yes, it is. This is a children's show. My uh, you can watch it, it. You can watch it on Netflix Kids. This show's sick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, what I've been enjoying, and I know that eventually the ep- the, the episodes become more seasonal, and like if there's a recurring story, and like there's a narrative there between episodes. Eventually, but the first season reminds me a lot of the first season. Of uh, I don't want to talk about Code Lyoko, but it reminds me of what I remember the first season of Code Lyoko being, which is like uh, d- ep- disconnected episodes with like an overarching story between them that's very flimsy. But it's got enjoyable characters and great animation, and I would actually say that the animation in Ladybug is not t- is actually decently good for an animated three D children's television show. Uh, I can there, dodge it's- for that. It beats out by a large margin what I remember Code Lyoko being <laughs> <laughs> and what it is, which is terrible. Uh, no, Ladybug, the show looks great. It's got a ton of unique villains that it throws at the characters, like the, the romance subplot. I'm not too into romance subplots typically, but I find the relationship between uh, the two main characters very adorable. It's it's very heartwarming to watch. It's a great show, and there's a ton of episodes of it. So uh, I'm gonna I've watched like 18 episodes so far, and I started earlier this week. Uh, it's been it's been a blast. I, I really enjoy the show, although I do not enjoy you people on the internet uh, preventing me from googling anything about it. <laughs> oh no, no, but Ladybug's really good. I I would recommend if you want something that's you know very low commitment for you you can jump in and jump out anytime i think ladybug's been really enjoyable for me i've been watching it while i like i'm gonna watch it later tonight while i play animal crossing uh (laughs) just to like have that be my primary activity and then like the video game be my secondary activity because if i'm not doing three things at once my brain gets really upset at me Mm. uh so yeah uh i think that and i'm gonna watch castlevania later yes i want to i want to watch castlevania i hear it's really good so yeah uh that sort of is everything we want to talk about today uh (laughs) any final thoughts about the sort of uh what to binge while you're trapped indoors sort of topic from any of you
2: i'm gonna finish jojo's
0: gonna finish jojo's all right what about you catherine what's what's coming up soon for you to watch
3: um i'm still trying to figure some of that out uh But anyway, watch Beastars on Netflix.
0: Watch Beastars. Yeah, that's on the list. Uh, What about.
1: I'm finally gonna finish School Live. I'm finally gonna do it. It's gonna happen this time. And I am going to finish. Binge gaming through Kirby's Epic Yarn with my brother. Let's Yay! go, Kirby!
0: <laughs> Kirby, Kirby's Epic Yarn is actually really good. It's, so I cool mean, it's fun. a baby—it's it's a baby game, but it's, who needs? Look, I'm watching a television show made for children right now, so I cannot—I <laughs> cannot blame anybody for enjoying baby games mm-hmm. as a baby gamer. All right, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think that that is a good place to conclude the episode. Then, so thank you all for listening to this episode of Input2. If you like this episode, feel free to check out more of our content on ByteBSU.com. We have videos. uh, We have reviews, uh, features, news articles. We've got content coming out for you. Even during the quarantine, we are still operating. So feel free to check out our site for new and engaging entertainment-related content. Uh, And if you like this podcast, uh, we will do more of them optimistically in the future. So uh, check out our SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on social media, at ByteBSU on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh snapchat as well we are using our snapchat even though we're in quarantine uh and this input 2 is a production of ball state university under the direction of editor-in-chief uh jeremy rogers and senior podcast editor kellen harrison so thank you all for listening and hopefully we'll see you back we'll hear you back again well you'll hear us back again (laughs) next week so thank you and uh see you later